Hey guys, welcome to the very first podcast of Sarah Says, the weekly podcast with me, Sarah, talking about pretty much anything that's on my mind. I'm Sarah, the owner and chief scrunchie enthusiast at SockbenStudios.com. And I'm going to be completely honest with you guys, this is about the fifth time that I'm sitting here trying to record this podcast because... I don't know. This is not as easy as I thought it was going to be. Also, just kind of odd, honestly. Uh, But this is it. I'm not doing this again. So whatever you hear right now, this is it. This is the final take of this very first introductory podcast where I just thought, let's get all the introductions out of the way. You can get to know a little bit about me with all of the typical things that we introduce ourselves with. So I want to start this off by saying um, two things. First of all, I actually wrote this whole podcast down sort of in a way, like a speech, because I was really worried about how it would sound just being me. And I was worried that I was going to say um and like and have pauses a lot. So the first time that I did this one with it written down, I don't know, it just sounded too rehearsed to me. So I'm still kind of looking at it, but I'm going to try to go kind of off the cuff too at the same time. And uh, the second one is, is that this is not a sponsored podcast. I wish it was. Who knows? Maybe in 2021, that's a goal to work towards getting a sponsorship. Little old me. It's not a sponsored podcast, but if it was... One of the sponsorships I would absolutely love is from Ginger Peach Aha Sparkling Water. (laughs) I know that's such a weird one to use for the first one, but I thought it's almost the new year and that's when people try to be healthier. I don't know if we're going to carry that on going into 2021 after 2020, but if we are and you are like me from years ago and are not a fan of sparkling water, I'm telling you, you need to try this one. Okay. Shout out to Sarah for telling me that I need to try this one. I was not a sparkling water person until maybe it's been two years now. I think it's really been a year though. I started drinking polar seltzer and I love the polar seltzer, but I'm in Ohio and they don't have that a lot of places. And so my friend Sarah was like, you should really try this uh, ginger peach one from AHA, which is at Target. And I love it. And the only time I get really angry is when they don't have it in stock. So if you are still trying to find a good sparkling water, you should try it. Also, I mean, just the Target Good and Gather brand. But I can't talk about other brands because we're doing fake sponsorships here. So the first fake sponsorship is from AHA. Anyway, moving on. So I've started a podcast, hopefully. I mean, well, this is it. Yeah, seriously. I've started a podcast because I'm not redoing this again. I just, I can't, I can't, this one's getting published, we're done. Um, And if you're on my Instagram, which is Sockbun Studios, that's not too surprising if you read the stories because I did actually put a photo up last week now, I think this time, because I tried recording this a week ago, but for the bonus second episode that is also coming at the same time about vision boards, but um, it was in the car and I had a feeling it wasn't going to be good. And yeah, you could hear all of the car stuff. And so that wasn't great. So anyway, if you're already part of my Instagram family 
and you watch the stories, you already knew this. But if not, surprise, yay, I've started a podcast. Um, And honestly, I can't believe that it took me this long to even think about doing a podcast because I'm very opinionated and I love to talk. So honestly, the two things go hand in hand with each other. Um, Okay, I'm looking down my list here because I'm already so far off of what I've said previously. Um, Oh no, we've already talked about all this, so we're just going to flip that over. See, this is why I don't know how this is going to go on in future times, but I definitely can't write out the whole thing anymore. That's weird. Uh, Okay. So about me, I am Sarah. We know this, but did you know that I was the fifth Sarah born that day already at 1222? See, I'm not going to re-record this, but you're probably going to hear my dog making so much noise. It's bedtime. Anyway, I'm doing this past midnight because that's the only time I have a quiet house. Millie, I'm telling you, I don't know if you can hear, but she's just determined to try and ruin this and make me do this again, which I'm not doing. Get up on the bed. Just go to bed. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Oh, man. Um, Where was I? Yes, I was the fifth Sarah born by 1222 p.m. on May 23rd. So thank you. Cherie Marie, it's my mother, uh, for giving me the most popular name of 1988. It's very cool. I am 32. And if you're here and you're maybe in your late 20s and you're dreading your 30s, I just want to tell you, even in the year of 2020, yes, even with corona, my 30s have been way better than my 20s ever were. We'll get into more of that with the vision board post. But um, post podcast, I don't know, guys, we'll get used to this. Um, But yeah, don't be worried about getting into your 30s. I'm telling you so much better. Uh, In old school terms, okay, let's start, let's start defining me here. In old school terms, on the Myers-Briggs scale, which I feel like that just aged me way more than me saying I'm 32 ever does, did I am an ENTJ, aka the commander. And now, if you've never heard of Myers-Briggs, which I don't know, I think I heard of it when I was in high school, but I think it was probably mostly when I was in college. I do have a business degree in international business, and then I also have a master's in business administration too. Anyway, um, I've had to take this test many times, but the commander, the ENTJ, it means that I'm a decisive person who loves momentum and accomplishment. Other ENTJs are, I'm just, I I love this group of people, Steve Jobs, Gordon Ramsay, Margaret Thatcher, FDR, Harrison Ford, Miranda Priestly. I mean, tell me you know, the devil wears Prada, Miranda Priestly, and Dr. Strange. Now, I will say that I found that strange, which look, I'll take Benedict Cumberbatch any day of the week. I thought if anyone was being ENTJ out of the Marvel Avengers, it would definitely be Iron Man. Which at this point, you would have thought that I would have looked up what his was, and I, I haven't. But, um, I mean, who else would be a commander other than Robert Downey Jr., Iron Man himself? Tony Stark. I don't know. Anyway, I love you 3000. Makes me want to watch all of the Marvel movies over again. Don't tempt me. Okay, moving on. In Enneagram terms, this is an easier one for most people to get uh, nowadays. I am a seven. I am a seven. Um, with 
pretty balanced wings between six and eight. And my cousin was like, oh, that's lame when I told her. But honestly, when I look at Enneagram things, there are times when I'm like, oh, no, I'm definitely not a wing six. And other times I'm like, no, I'm definitely not the wing eight. I'm definitely the six. So I'm pretty balanced when it comes to them. Um, But much like with the Myers-Briggs test, as a seven, I'm extroverted, optimistic, versatile, and spontaneous. Kind of like starting a podcast on December now 31st, 2020, (laughs) you know? Uh, But going along with that, we misapply our talents and become overextended, which also might be me starting a podcast at past midnight on December 31st of 2020. I don't know. We'll see. I just like to call it a diverse wheelhouse. That's what I like to call it. I don't, I don't know about this. <laughs> Overextended who? We don't know her. Okay. Moving on from that. Um, but does anyone else raise your hand if you look at Enneagram post on Instagram and you just think, yeah, that's, that's it. That is me. I, I'm telling you, I can just be scrolling Instagram. I follow a couple really cool Enneagram people and I'll just see something and I'll start reading. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. And then I'll see seven. I'm like, "Ah, that's it. You got me again. You got me. And I know that if you're John Christ on here listening, you would be laughing because he makes this whole thing about people like, oh, but I'm a seven. Oh, I'm a nine. It's because I'm a three. Look, I'm not, um, I'm not going to put anything, any of my faults or any weird things that I do off of the Enneagram or the Myers-Briggs or my Zodiac sign, but I do find it fascinating how accurate it can be sometimes. Speaking of Zodiac, before we get to that, actually, though, looking at my list again, um, the love language test. Okay, let's move on to love languages. I've never taken this test. I don't know. Do you have to read the book? Do you have to get the book to take the love language test? I don't know. I don't need to take the test. I already know what my love language is and it's gifts, both giving and receiving. Look, I am a master gift giver. Speaking of my friend, Sarah, again, uh, Sarah, I can't wait for you to listen to this, uh, but she's Sarah without the H. I'm Sarah with the H. So we are collectively the Sarah's H in parentheses. Um, I gave her her Christmas gift last week and she cried. <laughs> which I was not expecting. And I said, you know, it's not my goal to make you cry, but it's kind of my goal to make you cry with your gifts. Because then I know that I've, I've done my job. Then I know who you are as a person. And if you can gift me something that maybe I've talked about or said in passing or something that I mention a lot, but I don't specifically say, I really want that. You've got me for life as a friend, as a child, sibling, um, partner, you know, whatever. You've got me for life. If you can gift me what I've thought about, if it's like if you can Google brain me, if you can just like pick it out of my brain and I haven't even said it, that's it. So yeah, gifts are my love language. I don't need to take that test. Honestly though, I kind of want to take the test because I would put money down. I would be shocked if it came back as anything other than gifts. Okay. But now on to astrology. I am a Gemini, like two days into Gemini season. But hear me out on this, guys. A couple of years ago, my friend Megan said, 
You don't act very much like a Gemini, though. You should really find out what your moon sign is, okay? Let me tell you how you go find your moon sign and how you're going to find out the freakiest thing that's, okay, look, if you do this and it doesn't describe your life almost perfectly, you have to tell me, okay? Because it still creeps me out when I think about it. And I did this like three years ago now. You need to go to cafeastrology.com, okay? When you go there, you're going to find the natal birth chart. And you put in uh, the month, day, year, the time in the city where you were born. So I happen to know that I was born at 1222 PM. If you do not know down to the minute you were born, really, you need to know like AM or PM and then the city because it then goes back, charts out where you know, all everything was, where all the planets were and all of this. And it tells you everything. Okay. We're not just talking sun sign, which by the way, your sun sign is what you would normally say. So I'm a Gemini. That's my sun sign. Um, that is how you portray yourself to, that's how you want others to see you. That's your outward. That, that's your outward appearance. Your moon sign, where the moon was in the sky, the time of your birth in the zodiac um, chart realm, whatever it is, um, that is how you actually are on the inside. So I'm actually a Virgo moon which, let me find it on here. I had to find it again on my paperwork. Um, oh, I find security in the little things in life. And then I enjoy running errands and making lists. And then I fret a lot if my plans change. I The accuracy, it's wild. It's absolutely wild. Uh, I mean, and then it goes into like Venus, just everything about love life, health, relationships in general, family life, all that. It's crazy cafeastrology.com natal birth chart it's gonna blow your mind and if it's wrong you have to tell me because it was so accurately scary for mine that um you really creeped me out anyway okay i'm looking at my list again oh something i didn't write down i can't believe i didn't write it down um but okay harry potter house i am a hufflepuff but I don't know if anyone else took the BuzzFeed quiz a couple of years ago where it was like you're a combination of two houses, take this test. And well, actually just gave what percentage you were of each house. And honestly, I'm like 55% Hufflepuff. And then it was like 40% Ravenclaw. And then just a little bit of Gryffindor and Slytherin. Um, and then I think I took another one where it was like a combination of two. And once again, it was Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw. So... I am, I'm a Huffleclaw. Is that what we would say? My Huffleclaw. Anyway, can talk Harry Potter all day too. Love it. Um, one of the coolest things that I own is not only do I have all first edition regular hardback Harry Potter books, but I have six out of the seven. I just need to get the seventh in paperback in French. And I have um, maybe just the first, I think maybe it's just the first in the actual English edition where it's the Philosopher's Stone instead of the Sorcerer's Stone. So that was a thing that I decided when I traveled to new countries, I wanted to grab the Harry Potter books, which I've also lived in Italy. And now I'm really kicking myself that I didn't think of this back then. But it all started when I did a month abroad in France 
in the little tiny town of Wren, which was absolutely gorgeous, um, in the summer and they had a summer street market and I just happened upon it one day totally by accident and came across this little bookseller cart and they had the first four in French so I grabbed them for I don't know maybe maybe 10 euros and um over time my I had a friend go and she got me books five and six so I only need book seven in French at this point and I'm almost actually done reading the first one entirely in French and um, the word for Hufflepuff in French, and I love this so much, I have committed it to memory, is Poussoufle. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, I'm trying to think what the word for Hogwarts is again. It it was so funny, though, because, you know, these words are made up English words. So they literally had to, like, make up. <laughs> that blew my mind, really thinking about how other languages had to also make up the words for these names anyway poof souffle for life also another little french tidbit for you uh i'm just thinking about this because of the scrunchie game um the french word for scrunchie is chouchou so anytime someone from france which i have sold scrunchies to france before which i think is so awesome anytime i get it in order to another country um so when it's a Hufflepuff pack, it says a poof souffle chouchou. <laughs> I just love it. Anyway. Okay. So that wasn't written down, but I was thinking about that today. Like, oh, I can't believe I didn't even mention that. So I'm a Hufflepuff and I'm proud of it. Um, hmm, I feel like I'm looking at the time here because I'm, I'm a talker and I could go on forever. Oh, we're only at 18 minutes. Ha. Huh. Anyway. Okay let's get into things. None of these are answers to my passwords. So even though my mom will probably never listen to this, don't worry. I'm not giving anything away. My top three favorite foods, because if you can only pick one favorite food, I don't think I can trust you. How can you just have one favorite food? Anyway, my top three favorite foods are Tex-Mex, Italian, and French fries. Really, potatoes but like mostly french fries and if we're gonna get into the subcategory of french fries curly fries forever and always it's just french fries are my life if i ever had to give up potatoes i don't know can you get an allergy to potatoes starch can you get an, can you get an allergy to starch i don't know if i ever had to give up potatoes though i don't know because you, you know what cauliflower cauliflower is not potatoes i don't care what anyone says it's not just like zucchinis aren't noodles. Like, are they okay? Yes, but it's not noodles. Okay, zoodles are not. It's not pasta. It's not. That's the that's my Midwesternness. It's just it's not the same. Okay, I need real carbs. I need real carbs in this cold. Okay. Um. Okay. I am a coffee and tea person. I drink both. Uh. But I basically only drink my coffee iced, and I'll tell you why. Well, one, because for a long time, I didn't really like the taste of coffee. So I was one of those annoying Frappuccino people. Sorry if you're like strictly a Frappuccino person. Um, But I have since branched out and I do iced coffee, love iced coffee. Um, It has to have half and half in it though. That's non-negotiable. And so honestly, like hot coffee, it was just never my thing because it was just so coffee tasting. 
However, Starbucks with their toasted white mocha, I love that, right? Which thank God it's only around for like two months of the year because there are so many calories in that thing. That just, yeah, I definitely wouldn't be able to survive if it was a year round thing. Anyway, I have drank more toasted white mochas this season than any year previous. And I, my actual full-time job is a nanny to two wonderful kids. Um, I never get to drink that coffee hot ever, ever. It always, I, do you know how many times I have to heat up a grande toasted white mocha coffee because of, because I'm doing something because everyone's in the house right now because of Corona. Do you know, do you have any idea? I'm like, this is why I drink iced coffee. This is why, because you know what, you know what you have to do? You don't have to do anything. You just put more ice cubes in or you just put it back in the fridge. Like you don't have to worry about this. So iced coffee for life, but tea, I will drink either way. I always start my morning off with hot tea, only Twinnings Prince of Wales tea. It's the best. It's the absolute best. Miss me with Earl Grey. Never been a fan. Uh, Like never been a fan. Oh, don't give me that. If I could be best friends, moving on from food, if I could be best friends with one celebrity, I'm, I'm going to put in like a little dramatic pause here uh, because if you know me, I hope you're shouting out the answer right now, is Jennifer Garner, okay? And that shouldn't be a shock if you know me at all. Jennifer Garner is my idol. I love her. She, I could do a case study on why I am the person I am today because of her role as Sydney Bristow and Alias. It completely changed my life. Uh, representation matters. I... I owe a lot to her. I really do. And, you know, she was just super inspiring growing up because she was a band geek. I was a band geek. We both had very awkward phases, very awkward phases. And, uh, I mean, look at her now. Look at her. It's, I want to be her when I'm in 10 years. I really do. I love her to pieces. We're going to completely overlook the whole Ben Affleck thing. We can't talk about him, uh, cause I hate him. I, yeah. Like if I could, raise a million dollars for charity fighting one celebrity it'd probably be Ben Affleck um and I could fight him because I am actually one belt away from a black belt in karate I mean that was in high school but I still know my moves okay so don't test me about that um oh okay last thing so I feel like now oh my favorite color um I'm just thinking of other things that I didn't even write down what, what was even the point of, of all of this writing? And then I didn't even write down my favorite color. Uh, my favorite color would probably be coral, for sure, coral or salmon. Coral, salmon. That's really, I just love, or like a peach. Just a, well, like a pinky peach, rose gold. Oh, very much rose gold. That's my, that's my color aesthetic right there. Coral, salmon, peach, rose gold that's it. Um, and obviously because I was trying to get my dog to jump up on the bed earlier, which she did not, I am a dog person. We have a, well, she is three, but we adopted her nearly three years ago now. Um, she is a, um, American, no, she's a, well, yeah, American lab, American bulldog. Um, and she's adorable. When she was a puppy, her nose looked like a heart. And, um, she had a spot on the back of her ear that also looked like a heart. And we, uh, my mom and I, that's we, um, 
uh, just fell in love with her instantly because, um, we just felt like it was extra kisses, extra love, um, after the passing of our beloved dog, Roxy, after 13 years, which I'm not going to cry, but I miss her every day. Um, but okay. Now I feel like we've reached all the bases, coffee, tea, uh, food, color, my, my astrology sign, my Enneagram and my Myers-Briggs. I mean, yeah. What else do you need to know, really? Um, But I want to end it here with this. So in a previous life of mine, uh, I worked for a family that um, had had an event. I'm trying to figure out how to say this in all legal terms. Uh, Had an event involving a celebrity singer coming to do this event. And, um, the singer came with a writer list and it was literally like 10 pages or like five pages front and back, like single space, basically of things that that person had to have in order to come do this event. And so we nicknamed it the diva list um, because I mean, it was like literally like a whole page of just different kinds of wine, like down to the label in the year. Anyway. It was very informative. So um, the, the household, we sort of came up with this fun game called the Diva List. And instead of five pages front and back single space, we had to pick five items that if we were a famous celebrity in whatever, like singer, athlete, um, movie star, whatever, um, and you were paid money to go and do events of any kind, what are the five things that you would have to have backstage in order to come do the event? So mine, and in no particular order, would be, um, I, well, I don't know. Can I even say this one? I don't know. Okay. Uh, we're going to go, well, I'll just, I'm going to change my list up a little bit here. Um, bag balm for my lips because I'm just obsessed. That's the only that's the only chapstick that I use on my lips. So it would have to be bag bomb, uh, because I have to have like seven around places. Uh, cause that's the only thing I use and I lose them all the time. The next one would be sour gummy candy. More specifically though, red sour patch kids or green apple sour punch straws. Like really those two. And if anyone knows where I can find green apple sour punch straws anywhere other than five below, let me know. That was my life. That was my high school basketball experience. Every Friday and Saturday, going to cheer on the basketball team, getting a Pepsi and green apple sour punch straws. And I miss them and I love them. They're my favorite sour gummy candy. Anyway, next, um, used to be Pepsi, but now, I mean, yeah, let's throw it back to my non-sponsorship, uh, with the ginger peach, aha, sparkling water. Like we'll be healthy about it. We'll go, we'll go that. Okay. Then we're going to go, now I know this wasn't part of my three favorite foods, but I just feel like in the act of trying to be healthy, but also to my Midwest roots, the food that I would have to have backstage would be a fried chicken salad with ranch dressing. And I'll tell you, (laughs) because at the time I wasn't living in Ohio, so I was very homesick for Ohio. (laughs) So that was on there. And that's just always stayed on my list. But I do love a good 
fried chicken salad with ranch dressing because you feel healthy, but you're also eating fried chicken. And ranch is the love language of the Midwest. Come on. And lastly, if I can say it, cider. I'm just, I'm a cider person. And so, I mean, I'll really leave it to any cider. I love to try. I'm, I'm a cider connoisseur. That's my job. Um, so yeah, that's my list. And I don't really know what that says about me as a person other than I just really like food, um, and lots of different drinks, (laughs) but, um, yeah, I guess if you were to ask someone, I think that that would just be a perfect first date question just to really get a feel like what is that person really into that they would have to have? Like, it's not as serious as like your house is burning down. What's the one thing that you're taking? Which for me would be my Simba stuffed animal from 1993. I mean, outside of like people and, my, and like my dog, like the one non-person animal thing that I would have to grab would be that. Um, anyway, I don't know. I just feel like that's, it's more lighthearted, like, haha, say you're famous. What are the five things that you would have to have backstage no matter where you were? I think it shows a lot about people in the end, maybe. I don't know. Um, so that's it. That is one podcast town. This is it. This is the one that's going out. I don't care how sounds I don't, I don't even think I'm going to play it back because I'm, I'm just, I have to publish one. I have to publish it so we can get going on this. But, um, hopefully someone out there likes it. Uh, hopefully a lot of people like it in the end. That would be great. And yeah, I don't know how this all works yet, but if there's a follow button or a subscribe button to however you're going to end up listening to this, I'll try to figure this out before the vision board one tomorrow. It's probably not going to happen. So let's more safely say by the third podcast, I'll probably figure this whole end of the spiel out. But um, wherever you hit the subscribe button, hit subscribe. Let me know. Follow me on Instagram at Sockbun Studios. And if you want to email me, with anything, maybe a suggestion for a podcast. I'm open. We will be, and I say we, I mean me. Um, I'm here to review things, rant about things, definitely talk about Hallmark. That is definitely going to be coming up with their new year, new movies thing. I don't know why we got rid of Winterfest. Not a fan. I per, I loved Winterfest. There was nothing wrong with that. Um, yeah, DIY stuff, whatever children advice. I've been a nanny now for six, five years. So I'm, yeah, with very wide ranges of children. So I know some things about raising kids. Um, yeah, Disney, totally here to talk about Disney and yeah, I'm pretty much in an open bag to talk about anything because I love a lot of stuff, but you can email me at Studios at gmail.com. And you know what? I promise if this podcast ever really goes anywhere, I'll create things for them themselves. But you know, working a full-time job and also running a shop full-time and now also adding a podcast, look, we're working with one place and one place only, and that is Sock Bun Studios, okay? Sock Bun Studios. Also make sure you just go to the website, sign up for the email list, maybe grab some scrunchies while you're there or headbands whatever floats your boat or a banner. I have some really cool banners in the shop too. 
So make sure you also come back for the basically follow-up bonus podcast on vision boards. I just got mine done. There is a blog post up on the website. There is a one-minute TikTok about it. We're going all in on the 2021 vision board because like my Enneagram 7 ENTJ Gemini Virgo moon, I like to make lists and plans and I like to be on top of it, okay? Yeah, so that's how we're going to go into 2021, making the best out of it and hoping for the best for the future year. So that is it. I'm really going this time. And until next time, aka the same day, but a different podcast, stay safe. And remember, there are no bad parentheses hair days. All right, guys, I will see you soon. Bye.